This podcast should not be considered as medical or financial advice. If you are looking for such advice, then do contact a licensed professional. But try to find someone that has a brain and can think critically about what's going on in the world today. This is the Collective Resistance Podcast with your hosts, Leo and Fabiola. We will be discussing why we find ourselves resisting the narratives of the common collective, as well as why the common collective resists new information. Besides this, you know the time, that the hour has come for you to wake up from sleep, for salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone, the day is at hand. So then, let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Romans 13 verses 11 and 12. All right, Fabiola, how are you doing today? Hey, Leo, I'm doing great. So excited about our guest today. We have a guest, but I mean, moreover, uh, from the guests that we've got, we are at 40 episodes. 40 episodes, that's, wow. That's four 10-episode seasons and in just over a year, just about mm-hmm. uh, maybe 13 months mm-hmm. that we've done this in, and uh, we didn't think we'd even get to 10. When we started, that was the goal. It was 10, yeah. <laughs> it was 10. And, and we are at 40 a year later. Yeah, it's amazing. It's exciting. And then I can hear our children. We're recording this while the children are still awake. So you may hear uh, four-year-old background noises. There's just no <laughs> yes. way around that. We try to do this when uh, they're asleep, but uh, we have the guests tonight. So mm-hmm. we need to do that during uh, normal business hours. <laughs> yes. So um, we have some extra sound effects. Yeah. And so... Uh, uh, you know, th- what a crazy year 2021 has been. Uh-huh. Here we are, we're ending it. I've got my uh, my bourbon here <laughs> to kind of ring in the new year. We just had the Christmas weekend. Mm-hmm. And how'd that go for you? Oh, it was one of the best. It was With great. With the kiddos, we had new friends come over to celebrate our Christmas Eve, which is a tradition in our family. True. Some just great beans, part of our tribe. And then on Christmas Day, we actually, this is probably our first Christmas Day ever. We didn't have anything to do. Oh, so it was awesome. We just first of, s- of all, it was, again, a winter wonderland outside. Just beautiful, <laughs> but harsh. <laughs> so we were inside with the fire going. Yeah, and I think we had a little bit of sun christmas day i think it was a little bit yeah it was a little in and out an overcast kind of with snow it actually snowed a little bit and we had we had a little sun so yes and we have that physical tribe local tribe coming over but we also have our amazing tribe on telegram yeah yeah nice segue there (laughs) if you do want to continue the conversation then please join our telegram group at the collective resistance podcast there on telegram uh, it's got our logo that should pop up if you search for us, and we try to keep up to date with what's happening in news uh, and the topics that we discuss here on the uh, uh, the podcast. We also have a 
new uh, uh, podcast specific to crypto and blockchain. To kind not of, a podcast. I'm sorry, not a, a podcast. A, a telegram group. And that is uh, called Collective Crypto. Mm-hmm. So if you would like to be part of that, then you can also just search for that as Collective Crypto and join that. It's more of a group for newbies who are just kind of exploring the the uh, intricacies and uh, positives and negatives mm-hmm. of uh, cryptocurrency and uh, the blockchain technologies, because as you know from listening to this, and we're actually going to dive into a little bit around that with our guest tonight. Um, and so, oh, know, there's one more thing. What is that? If you like our podcast, please, if you will, leave us a review. Oh yeah, leave us a review. Um, you know, it, it, I don't know what you have to do to, to get engagement, you know, because I know we have we have decent listenership, but mm-hmm. to get that actual engagement. And, and I guess if you think about it, I've never gone and reviewed anyone else's podcast. So, I mean, if mm-hmm. I haven't done it, then I have reviewed the ones that I really like and that the, the, the podcast speakers asked you yeah. know, if you would leave us a review, so well, and, and we would also love. You know, you can do that via uh, Telegram. We inside the actual group is is some feedback. You know, like what what did you, what have you liked in in uh, the most recent season, or what really do you want to hear more about or learn more about? Yeah, because we have some aspirations for next season, and uh, we're looking forward to kind of planning. You know, taking a little bit of a hiatus here to plan that out, mm-hmm. kind of study some of these subjects a little bit more, and then have some great episodes for you. Uh, probably starting, you know, either late January or early February, uh, when we can start that back up. But um, you know, probably just very exciting and mind blowing stuff, as I said. Yeah. In and, the last episode. <laughs> and you were kind of hoping our with our visit with our guest tonight, which is a return guest. We it's had a return guest. We had him on uh, in uh, May, I believe it was, in our Got Crypto episode. His name mm-hmm. is Christian. And uh, uh, he's an entrepreneur, investor, um, and just really just interesting guy, young man who um, really knows the the uh, um, spaces that he plays in and uh, very well spoken. We're so excited to have him back. And uh, uh, without further ado, here is Christian. Hey, Christian, how are you doing tonight? Glad to have you back with us. Hey, my friends, I'm doing great. How are you? Very well. Uh, very so, excited you're here with us. Yeah, we're very excited. We're glad you could join us. And uh, again, Fabi, too. Fabi, you had uh, kind of wanted to lead this off for our secondary conversation with Christian. So, what did you want to uh, touch on? Yeah, so I was talking to you, Christian, last week and telling you about my black pilled state. <laughs> so, I have been struggling with, with this belief that all people with influence, money, power, basically want most of humanity out of the picture and all the technology like the innovation for example you know crypto the blockchain 5g are here to to merely just achieve that goal and mankind is seen as this cancer on the planet so the the message i i've been receiving since i've grown up really in social and educational settings me being from Brazil, a different country, was that, you know, humans are, are bad seeds. We're sinners, unworthy of the planet we live in. And as I said, like a cancer that's destroying itself and bringing the planet down with it. And I'm coming around on on these beliefs for sure, because I know we're 
just powerful beings and we're in this planet for a reason but the messaging that the world uh the messaging that the world is overpopulated and cannot sustain or support us was really drilled down in my brain all my life so even when sharing with friends for example and family we were planning on having more children often i would hear things like oh you have enough children <laughs> No, don't go there. You know, and meanwhile, the funny thing is that meanwhile, corporations, uh, the healthcare and military industrial complex works behind the scenes. You know, they're drawing value off scarcity and applying these tactics to divide and conquer, you know, man mankind. And while we are spending all this time and energy mostly blaming each other for all that is wrong with the world, we just end up finding ourselves in this position, you know, we're distracted and we're completely out of touch with our immediate reality. So after mm -hmm. our recent conversation um, a few weeks ago about the latest project that you've been working on, and honestly, just thinking back to the first time even you came on the podcast, as well as other... Um, other conversations we've had since, I kind of get the feeling that you are this sort of insider, you know? I understand a lot of the projects you have been working on are things you can't really share uh, due to the nature of the world we're living in and the projects you're working on, but can you at least share a little bit about what you've been up to lately, being in crypt the crypto space or even your new ventures? that you have embarked on? What can yeah, you share? Well, I'd love to address just briefly here your your overall theme and, and, and comments. I mean, definitely it's something that I can relate to a great deal because I, I see so much of that myself. I hear so much of that. I feel like overall I'm pretty well read and educated on what's happening in the world, who the players are, who the movers and shakers are in the various fields as far as corporations go, governments of the world, things like that. I've been blessed to have a lot of amazing contacts that have come to me over the years. And in one form or another, I've been able to get to know these people, whether they're in government or in the military or in positions of power, whether it's um, in a specific corporation or a specific field. And, and so with that, it's definitely given me a perspective of a lot of the bad, you know. Mm -hmm. But I also feel blessed to to be able to see both sides because in recent years I've been working on projects in, yeah, some in the crypto space, but definitely beyond that, there's so much more happening that really are, I feel like the biggest solutions to so many of mankind's problems. And the fact that those are going on and that not only are we playing a role in some capacity, we mean myself and, and others, um, on some of these projects that I'm more intimately involved with, but there are others, other people, other projects, other individuals that are inventing and developing technologies that will bring a lot more freedom and decentralization to the world, a lot more um, goodness to every individual on this planet. And and getting back to kind of the, the macro setting here of what you were saying, there's there's infinite abundance. There really is. There's no need for anybody to worry about overpopulation, for example, because we have more than enough to take care of every single human being on this planet, many more that are coming. I know the human population rate does inflate. That's a fine thing. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. And we do have the capacity to to support all of them, not only here but beyond. You know, we we definitely are coming into an age where 
the space economy is going to become massive. And for once in, in uh, humanity's future, we're going to be able to uh, be traveling out into the stars and um, for the first time ever in a pretty big way, the public, the general public, we're going to see a lot out there. We're going to see a lot that drastically changes the fabric of the human consciousness. And um, that has been hidden from us for a long time and, and through, through various reasons or various uh, means um, and for various reasons. But I think a lot of that's about to open up in a big way. And that's going to be a great thing too. So if we if we can you know travel amongst our our local stars and planets and be able to even um, inhabit them in the future, there's nothing that says we can't continue to grow as a human population. You know, and mm-hmm. be able to support that. And uh, and not only that too, but if you if you believe at all in any way whatsoever that there's a higher power that created all of us, that higher power continues to provide all the needs of every single individual, every plant life, animal life, whatever it might be. So I'm a big believer in that and this this um, atmosphere of of limitation, of lack, of destitution, all of that has been perpetrated on mankind uh, unrighteously. And, mm-hmm. and again, for a purpose, for an agenda, and that's unfortunate to see. But again, the veil is lifting on all of that too, and that atmosphere is being pushed out and one of the reasons why we see so much garbage coming to the surface in these last couple of years, and probably more to come for this next twelve months, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, Good, Good to know. <laughs> so much, yeah, so much evil is being exposed. That and this is evil that has existed in under the surface for so long. I mean, you think back to even America's history. America is the shining city on the hill. It is the bastion of freedom that everybody looks to. And I talk to people overseas right now that are wanting to invest in some of our projects, for example, and they say, America's our final hope. You guys have got to get the freedom thing figured out for yourselves because if you guys fall, the rest of us are done forever. Yeah, I I feel that way too. I appreciate where they're coming from. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I feel that way too. So, so but you are working with people from all over then. You know what's going on like in Australia, Austria. I was just talking to a friend this morning and she has family in Germany and she said that the situation is so bad that they're afraid that basically the government's just going to walk in the middle of the night and either jab them or take them to some camp. And that right. camps in other countries are at capacity. I, I mean, and again, like this is what we see in the social media. I don't know if this is like a strategy to scare the the heck out of you or what. And that's why I'm like, we need Christian on because he must have some information. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's it's interesting. If you go back to, to America's history, even even back during the World War II days, the fact that we were building internment camps to lock up American citizens, and this is relative recent history, Mm -hmm. right, is extraordinary to me. Absolutely extraordinary. And nobody to talk about that. You know, I don't even recall learning about that specifically in school in the classroom. If they mentioned it, they mentioned it very briefly and they moved on like it wasn't a big deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were like golf course resorts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly, of course. Which you were forced to go to, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, so I mean, we just we've had all this all this evil under the surface uh, that's popped out a couple of times in a big way like that throughout time, but but now it seems like it's all just bubbling up. It's all just overflowing and it's coming out from all angles. And mm-hmm. I even hear talks of here in the states today, uh, individual states wanting to 
relaunch internment camps for those who are not vaccinated <sighs> or whatever, which is, again, just so insane. But it's short-lived, so don't worry. It's don't all worry. very short-lived. So uh. as the intensity rises, we're closer and closer to that boiling over point. Mm-hmm. And while this is happening, there are amazing developments happening across the planet where individuals, organizations... Even in some cases, uh, good guys in governments, good guys in corporations, they're building and creating solutions for our planet mm-hmm. that are just incredible and are going to blow the minds of those who feel like we're all just done for. And and that's very exciting. And again, we're playing a role in that. I'm, I'm blessed to be supporting that in some capacity. That's amazing. Uh, it is coming. You work so. for the good guys. <laughs> we're still working exactly. for the bad guys, but we're working on it. <laughs> well, well, I want to I, I want to ask a question that is related to you know when we had you on before we we were talking kind of a, a little bit of an intro into cryptocurrency and whatnot, and we've done a lot of uh, episodes n- not totally um, dedicated to that, but where we've dealt with aspects of blockchain, cryptocurrency, the metaverse, all of this, these things. And, and uh, really, you know, with the, um, uh, uh, the announcement, you know, Facebook switching their name to Meta, and then, uh, I mean, it's, it's just crazy. I, I don't know if it's the algorithm or what, but, you know, my feeds have just been overcome with content related to NFTs, uh, crypto, uh, you know, the, the virtual worlds, you know, that all these events that are happening. And it's like, I mean, I, I expected that was coming from some things I had read over time, but uh, it's happening at such a pace, at least as what's coming in front of my face. And then we're also getting exposure from some of these people that are like a counterpoint to not just the health freedom movement, but, um, you know, also the, the typical narrative, which you're saying, well, you know, the, the, the pandemic is really a, a, a cover for really bringing in a, a new financial system. And I, I, what my question is, is, is we're very excited about crypto. We're, we're, we've, we've invested a ton. You know, you taught us a lot initially, and then we've taken that and expanded it. And I, I'm wondering, you know, how um, sharp is that knife between where blockchain can be utilized you know, really as a controlling mechanism instead of a, a, um, uh, a sovereignty or freedom developing mechanism, which is obviously how I kind of grew to know it over the years. But this other side of it, uh, as far as, you know, the centralization of it and, and using it in, in a lot of these other aspects to track, you know, pretty much every piece of data related to our lives. Uh, can you can you speak to that as far as why you think that is not either necessarily a, a valid play or or you think that that space is just not going to win out in the end? Yeah, what the, absolutely. What, it's a great how question. do you see it from your perspective? I guess because you you were on the inside. Yeah, well, I absolutely could see very clearly the path for let's just say the bad guys to use crypto and blockchain as a weapon to massively control humanity in every aspect. I mean, think about the current financial control and control of data they have and imagine, you know, expounding that by another 10 times as they tighten the grip with all these, um, you know, blockchain-based like data verification systems and they just integrate it into every aspect of your life, of the financial grid globally and they they had the ability to to do that, but they've already lost that that war. So oh, they I'm did. Not about it. 
can, can you tell me about that? Yeah, tell us more. <laughs> well, you know, there's, there's been a battle waging in that field since mm-hmm. the very beginning. And there's been good guys coming in with the right intentions who have been building and developing decentralized systems that legitimately protect the user, protect privacy, protect data, protect all of that. And then you have these other players who are trying to build their solutions and, and, and duke it out. And you've had Microsoft and you've had the largest companies in the world, Intel, filing all these patents to be able to control various blockchain-based and ledger-based systems that they could then go develop these solutions on and force them on the public. But, you know, we're... I was actually expecting, to be honest, those companies to have developed things further than they have and to have already rolled those out in massive... um, massive rollouts across the country and the world that had uh would have had a greater adoption um than we've seen thus far you know in a big mm-hmm. big big way and we okay. have it. and so to me they've just they've really really lost it on the timing and every single day i see the decentralized world the freedom-based world developing solutions and building faster and faster and rolling out their um you know their solutions their products their services on these decentralized platforms. And one example is like Uniswap, like centralized exchanges are becoming obsolete very rapidly. Really? Whereas they should have been the the sole arbiter, arbiters of control and power in the crypto space. And they're quickly becoming obsolete if they don't do something to try and involve themselves in the decentralized world to make a profit, to maintain relevancy. And so <clears throat> that's happening very, very quickly. but. One thing I can tell you for sure is that in the end, the reason why I know the bad guys will not win out in this is that when you give a user a choice to have something that gives them more freedom, more control, all the good stuff, all the good stuff, and on top of that, they can actually make money on the side of good Okay. Um, versus being see no appreciation in their value and their assets and their data and anything, right? Mm-hmm. Um and they just are limited, they're controlled, it, everything's just bad over here, people are going to choose the freedom option. They just, yeah. just will every single time. They have. And every single every single day in crypto, people are continually choosing the option that gives them more freedom, more control, more wealth, more prosperity. Well, and so I, I actually I just, believe I that in crypto, but do you, do you think that the blockchain technology used in, you know, just data management from, you know, like tracking students and healthcare and things of that nature, that, that that's a little bit more um, murky for people to see where they're even getting involved in that and, and where these corporations and, and uh, uh, government or state agencies are, are, you know, kind of bringing them into those systems without them really even being aware that that type of technology is in play. Yes, I have to be very careful what I say from here okay. forward. But um, don't say it. Yeah, just don't, yeah, don't yeah, don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, so but, but that was all the, that's going away. We, there's go ahead. Yeah, yeah. There's um there is a platform being built that the whole world is going to adopt, and it will ensure those things never take off and never, never really. I mean, many of them won't even see the light of day. Oh wow, that's great! Um, and, that's fantastic. And and they would they would want to the bad guys, so to speak, would want to uh, build on this technology because they're going to be using it too. 
because mm-hmm. technology will give them no way to control people. You know, it just it's just not possible. The fundamental nature of how this works will not make it possible for these guys to use it to do bad things to people. Oh, so. that is amazing. Something like in the scales of the the internet because I mean the internet on one side is amazing, right? It's connecting us right now. Like we're able to talk about these things, we're able to broadcast and reach so many more people. And at the same time, everything we say can be tracked. <laughs> you know, like you can't right. be too selective. That's going to end too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. that's going. Okay, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. All, all of that's going away. All of these bad things are going away, and and people are going to be, yeah, blown away by what uh, what solutions are rolling out, and that they are here sooner. They're going to be here sooner than you think. Sooner so, than we think. Oh, how yeah, exciting. Um, now you all, have... All the fake news, all the... All the fake news? Because <laughs> this, is, this is a big challenge, and that's what we talked about in our last episode, is who, who do we trust, right? Because even people in the freedom movement sometimes start they start wars within themselves we're like what the heck what's going yeah why are those people arguing why aren't they why aren't they uh uh, banding together you know they seem more powerful as a unit than separate but so at at the end of the day it kind of leaves you a little frustrated you know how do you how do you uh create the tribe that that you want to be able to face this Mm -hmm. yes and you said you've seen this you've seen this evil yourself like face to face and i was wondering what what is that experience like even how can you tell who are the good guys and who are the bad guys probably (laughs) it's a great question i i won't get into any of the examples that um that i I would love to share just because they certainly one day but um (laughs) yeah one day one day for sure but yes, I can tell you, I absolutely agree. I mean, being able to tell who's good, who's not, who do you trust, it's it's tricky. And so I've stopped listening to, long ago, all these different talking heads. There are a few people that I've discerned that I really feel like are the real deal. There's just zero question in my mind. There's zero bad vibes. There's just no, there's no question anywhere, not even in the back of my mind, that certain people are, are the real deal. And unfortunately, they've got like no following. They've got, <laughs> you know. They're like us. Uh, very, very <laughs> Hey, <laughs> we. Have- you guys are you guys are fabulous. See, so, we're fabulous. But, but yeah, no, there's there's definitely there's definitely some people that that know what's going on that do have a platform and do speak, but but again, they're, they usually are pretty small. But what's interesting is this: I've talked to a lot of these people. There are a few of them who I would consider to definitely be your white hats, let's call them. Mm-hmm. And and in recent months, even I've had conversations with some of these people personally, directly, and some of them are aware of the work that we are doing. Um, I mean, the ones that are really tied in, they're aware to some degree, mm-hmm. and they're very supportive, uh, which is interesting that they even know some of the details they know, but there's not only bad guys watching you every day, there's good guys, because the, the grid, this spy grid that's been established is, um, well... It's it's not only being operated by the bad guys at this point in time. Oh, so good. That's um, that's cool. That should be comforting to you all. But uh, I'll just say, what's interesting is that some of these individuals have have been out there preaching and talking about how, hey, there's a new financial system coming. That's a, a good one. It's a good solution to 
what we're facing currently today. Mm-hmm. And it's backed by real assets and it's got all these wonderful things. And I listen to that and I hear him talk about how there's new internet coming and there's new energy technologies coming and there's new this and that. And I just think, gee, you know, I really am curious what they're talking about specifically mm-hmm. because I think we're building a lot of those things. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> then I talk to them personally behind the scenes and I'm like, hey, so tell me more about what these things are that you're discussing. Uh-huh. And they'll share sometimes a few details about them and I'll say, oh, we're building that very thing. Oh, uh, wow. I'm curious how you know about it, you know? Uh-huh. What they say? <laughs> they won't say very much. <laughs> well, or they won't say very much, you know? They'll just begin uh, giving some generalities and then I will tell them a little bit about what we are doing and then they respond with, oh my gosh, there's somebody actually doing it. You know, I, I keep hearing from my sources uh-huh. that somebody's doing these things, but I've never actually seen anybody doing them and you guys are. That's super cool. So the more and more that I look at it, I'm like, geez, I think we really are building you know, we, we truly are building these, these massive, uh, you know, world changing solutions. And I know we're not the only ones. I absolutely know that to be a fact. Um, the people that we work with in our network globally are doing some of these things on a smaller scale in other countries around the world. Mm-hmm. So it's a unified effort, right? It's a global effort. Uh, but cool. it definitely is all in our, I think, in our, our purview to, to some degree, which is, um, which is kind of interesting. So if we are looking into 2022, you know, do you see this as something where you see a big shift from the vibe we've been living for the last two years in 2022? Or do you see that, okay, well, I think we may be still in for another year, you know, around the status quo, and then, you know, we're going to see things start to shift. I mean, just from your experience, what what's your, uh, what's your kind of a Nostradamus look like? Nostradamus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not big on timing and time frames. I hear all these people in the in the different alternative media stations out there saying like, "Oh, you know, August 2021, some big thing is going to happen. It's going to be awesome," and it doesn't happen. And I'm like, "Like, where did they get that from?" Right? Um, so I'm not a big fan of of throwing out specific dates sure. and time frames. However, I will tell you that I very much believe strongly. Um, that by this time next year, so much will have come out, so much truth. Uh, You're going to see so much of the tide physically shifting on the surface Mm -hmm. for good. Mm -hmm. Um, You're going to begin to see some of these earlier technologies come out that are really beneficial to mankind. For example, I see a future where virtually everybody in the world lives off-grid, even if you live in a city you are running on power sources that are off grid. Wow. Right. You have you have technologies that can allow you to come and go anywhere at any time. You're in full control of those things. Your your data, your your sovereignty as a person to travel and move around is intact. Nobody's gonna be there to stop you from doing what you have to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And and so all of that's coming um, in a pretty big way. And we, we definitely by the end of next year. Go oh, ahead. by the end of next year. Ooh, I like that. You, well, we're you, not going to see. Go ahead. We're not going to see. We're not going to see is, is quite yet the full rollout of a new internet, but that also is coming, and that is going to be probably the most impactful thing because it has to do with the metaverse too. The metaverse is a real thing. It is coming, and what's, what's being built 
for the metaverse right now by these different blockchain and crypto people or the Facebook people, the meta guys, that's all garbage and that's all going away. And they're already so far behind the eight ball that when this internet does roll out, um, it's going to be all-encompassing, and it's just going to crush everything in its wake, which so, is good because it is going to be the ultimate solution for freedom and prosperity. So that that's interesting that you say that because, you know, you know, one of these things that I just have not been able to understand, you know, is this uh, this boom around NFT. And, and although I can see utility in NFT, you know, from, say, like a corporation using an item, you know, as a you know, a, a bonus or a motivator for people to, you know, buy into to get benefits, you know, the all this artwork, and then the NFTs around these, uh, you know, virtual spaces. And so it, it, it just seems so lipstick on a pig or something. I don't I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if you see it the same way or or, or uh, I, I just don't get it. Yeah, no, I think it is pretty, pretty worthless. Um, it is overall, worthless. You know, okay. It, it, the idea is you have this this like JPEG image with a loosely tied security number to it, you know, what I call like a social security number or a, you know, security uh, ID of some kind, and that maybe it's hosted on some third-party centralized website that holds it for you and and that you know you have this unique thing that nobody else can take but if they just come over and screenshot it now it's theirs too no they don't have the serial number for it but they've got the actual screenshots (laughs) all that stuff to me just seems really worthless and is um it it is the precursor to something useful so so are are you looking at more like it's it's a bunch of opportunists looking to do a money grab up up in front of the real movement Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Pretty much. So I do believe that the creation of digitalized assets and even art is a real thing and is coming and the ability to protect that, preserve that, to gain wealth from that and just transfer value, that is coming and it's going to be uh, done right on this new platform of the future, this new internet. But as it stands today, it's it's not a game that I want to play. Hmm. Oh, nice. Good to know. We we're not going to invest on any of that. <laughs> <laughs> we were waiting for you to, to get for yeah. you to give us the green give light. Give us the green light. Yeah, that's right. Um, you were telling me that you know there's some impressive individuals. Actually, you're just saying that on the podcast here, working behind the scenes. And you said specifically that if the evil forces were winning, none of none of uh, none of us would be around. And and when you said that, did you mean like none of us meaning? no people on earth or just like you guys working in these really cool projects or what did you mean by that (laughs) yeah i I don't believe that that any of these people would probably be living today Hmm. if the bad guys were winning okay nor do i believe any of these projects would be developed to the point that they are not at all they would have been squelched a long time ago yeah. So, so, so what do I've you seen in my own experience? Mm-hmm. So, what do you what do you think is like the key of being in the trenches? You know, doing this 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 awesome work and staying alive. <laughs> well, I think it's important to make sure that you consciously work on your own safety from a standpoint of 
prayer, meditation, whatever, whatever you believe in to reach out to a higher source or go beyond one's physical self, because mm -hmm. that is the, the most important thing. I mean, the metaphysical realm, if you will, or metaphysics governs physics. So if you're, if you're working to, um, to ensure that, that you have protection, it's divinely your right to be safe, to be alive, to be healthy. Mm -hmm. That is the most important thing that I believe you could do every single day. Beyond that, certainly taking measures of, of security, being careful about, you know, disclosures of what you are doing to other people. Mm -hmm. um, all of that's very, very important. And having the right uh, structure in place from, you know, decentralizing the development of whatever it is you're building. So not having everybody in some warehouse somewhere in one location where everybody can be gotten to, you know, mm -hmm. I think that's important. Um, so all of that is, is definitely critical and, and plays a, a key role. Um, you know, having as well, I would say connections at very high levels in various industries, governments, all of that's also very important too, you know, mm -hmm. making sure that, that you have people in positions of power on the good side that are working with you and doing their best to run interference to keep you around while you're doing what you're doing. So these are all factors that come into play. Um, these are all things that we're seeing being done in, in our network. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's contributed so much to allowing all these things to move forward. But also I believe beyond all of that, the, you know, the, the bad guys at the highest levels are in disarray. They are, you know, they're, they're really grasping at straws. <laughs> they are. They absolutely are. And that and that's part of the reason why you see the surface being so chaotic. You know, mm -hmm. there's just a lot of craziness happening and these guys are losing control they're desperate. at every level. So they're desperate, which is a dangerous place to be. Mm -hmm. So we, we realize there's still danger there, right? Mm -hmm. When you back a, you know, caged animal into a corner and, and they're just, you know, or a wild animal rather. Mm -hmm. um, that could be a dangerous place to be, but yeah. it's it's pretty close to the end too, which is exciting. Oh, that's amazing! Because I I had this perception. We've been going through so many so many layers in the podcast within the different seasons. You know, at first we thought, okay, it's just a virus, and then there was no virus, and then there's this whole new scenario, and this is just you know the plot to get from A to B, and then we started getting this idea that the technology that we have you know be the the 5g radioactive tech to communicate the amazons for all you want and need and and then you know moving to what leo was talking about using the blockchain for this biosurveillance and social impact financing and whatever that is i was to the point where i was like and even like at our careers in our day-to-day -day, we hear all the time just people they're completely asleep talking about doing having that we have the technology for example in healthcare to well how can we centralize all this data uh in one place collaborate and run analytics because right now there's all these different healthcare networks 
running and the the big thing was we can never get all the networks to talk to each other you know and so that was always the goal to get them all talk to each other and then they're talking about how great it is they could do all this analytics and then maybe you can find a cure for cancer or whatever but we know that they are trying to centralize all this data you know and god knows what they're gonna do with it so it felt like technology like our collective consciousness consciousness basically was not able to keep up with the technology and then we're talking about things that we can do but should we do them and leo's always asking this question should we be doing this you know so right you feel like this is not a thing that we definitely there are definitely a lot of rich um creative and good people out there that really are at the level of consciousness where they really want to see um, what's best for the world yeah ex you know exterminate if that's even the word that applies here this this prison that we have built for ourselves pretty much you know <laughs> prison planet yeah yes no there are <laughs> or planet there, lockdown there are. <laughs> yeah planet lockdown right <laughs> yeah, there, there are a lot of wonderful wonderful human beings out there behind the scenes that they have no desire to be in the spotlight no desire to be known they just want to to do what they can to make a positive difference, and um, and they're just dedicated to that entirely. Their, their their lives are dedicated to that. So so yeah, they are out there, and I'm, I'm very grateful to have met a few of them. There's a few people specifically in families, legacy families that you would know the name of. I gave it to you right now. Mm -hmm. um, that are just amazing human beings, and they were. They were brought into this world to be a certain way, be a certain type of individual, you know. They were okay. groomed to be a part of a certain power structure, and yet they were, they kicked against all that stuff from basically day one and had no desire to go down that path. And so they, they basically just betrayed that whole ideology and went the opposite direction, and they've been working to to a lot of really great things that is people. so that is amazing um, so in the not yeah, so distant is, is so bright that's awesome so in the not so distant future you said that you think that we're all going to be living off grid no matter where we are so so what would life be like like in in this in this future i guess well how would we wake up what would we do what is the vision for, for humanity? You know, it's, it seems almost utopian, which is why some people, they get mad at me if I begin to tell them this because <laughs> they, can't fathom, they can't fathom that it could exist, especially given where we are right now today. But it's true and it's coming, whether you like it or not, but you're going to love it. So it's all good, you know, just relax. Um yeah, there's there is it going to be like be... Klaus Schwab, you know, like you you get no presents and you'll be happy. <laughs> you owe nothing, you'll be happy. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Not at all. It's going to be amazing. There's going to be a, a great deal of abundance. There's going to be a great deal of prosperity for every family. You'll never have to worry about money. Oh, um, that's amazing. Because, yeah, and I'm not saying that you don't have to go out there and work. You can just sit back and do nothing and, and just, you know, that's it. You have to take uh, independent um, action and control of your own life, obviously. Mm -hmm. You've got to take responsibility. But right. those who do that and who are doing that are going to have this massive weight lifted off of them because 
they will not have to work nearly as hard as they're working right now mm-hmm. to make even more money to have just their their cup overflowing so to speak mm-hmm. and to live really really wonderful lives and when you remove all that stress and all that baggage and, and extra garbage that's been hanging on so many people around the world and you give them the freedom to be able to do whatever it is they want to do no you don't have to work a nine to five job anymore or god forbid a much longer hour you know per week uh, job to be able to provide for yourself and yet you could go out there and and do whatever it is that your heart most desires so if you want to be a a painter let's say and you're not today Mm -hmm. you could do that and you could completely uh, live a wonderful life doing so and again, off grid, you can you can have access to all the wonderful things you want. If you want to have acreage somewhere, you could do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to have a farm, you could do that. And you could do all of these things and work it all into your your weekly schedule while still having some kind of work that is is generating an income for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of entrepreneurship is going to expand in in even micro ways. So um, the painter is actually a decent example because you could have this this painter that is selling his or her paint uh, paintings online uh, via this wonderful new marketplace that's coming and you know people could be acquiring these things from all over the world and you know having them delivered to their homes in a very short period of time mm-hmm. and that person can make enough money off of doing that very thing that they're taking care of you know mm-hmm. and because the cost of energy are going to go down so much I mean if you're living off grid you've got You've got your home being powered via off-grid or even wireless sources that are pennies on the dollar compared to what it costs today. Mm-hmm. Um, you have all your cost of manufacturing going down across the world for everything, for all goods, especially as we begin to manufacture in space, which is coming in, a, in again, a big way. We're going to manufacture a lot of our goods in space, even manufacture homes and, like, airdrop them into uh, where people live, you know? Oh, wow. (laughs) That Um, is going to be very inexpensive to manufacture in space. And then when you begin to pull raw materials out of space, asteroids, whatever, right. Mm -hmm. Um, it really becomes much, much less expensive. And so you're just going to have this overflowing abundance for everything. And when people don't have to worry about, uh, scarcity of money, scarcity of, of resources, scarcity of, you know, even just basic things like food and water, clean food and water, you know, Mm-hmm. The world opens up in a massive way, and it becomes very exciting. So, um, so yeah, less work, more money, more abundance and prosperity for all. Um, That's the vision. Energy that can power everything you want to do. It's going to be a really beautiful and amazing place. I cannot wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. Now, you know, there's this, this, this question. We even met, you know, several people here in the area where there's this there's no space, you know, the, the earth is flat. Or <laughs> what, is, what do your insiders say? I mean, is there, I mean, we've never been up there, so we can't really for sure verify there is a space, there are asteroids there. Do we know for sure well, that this, soon, this resources are out be, there? Yes, yes. Pretty soon you'll be able to personally go out there and, and determine for yourself what's real. So. The military's not going <laughs> to shot us down or anything. <laughs> you know, we're trying to. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you what, there is, behind the scenes, underneath the surface, there are a ton of space-based companies that are launching. Mm-hmm. And the good guys, no media right? about them. Yep. Well, yeah, I mean, just individuals, people like you and I even are oh, doing wow. this. And they're even raising money for it right now. And, and, um, and I, I've taken part in a couple of those raises and um and seen some of the things that are coming out just to be aware of it even and it's very exciting i mean there are people that are already 
developing, um, you know, kind of like, and this is a dystopian film, but have you seen that movie Elysium? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm familiar, right? Where he's trying to get up to where the, the elites, we didn't, we didn't watch it, but yeah, we're, they're trying to get up to the. Oh, I guess we're going to have to watch it now. (laughs) Yeah. So so the elites are out in space, right? And the space ring, um, which has like this little ecosystem, you know, all into itself with all of the things you could need to live a good life and whatever. And only the elites get to live there. Everybody else lives down here, all the peons and just absolute desolation and destruction. Uh-huh. It's terrible. Yeah. But Sounds terrible. anyway, the point is there are, there are companies that are already private companies launching that are already building these things as like um, space-based hotels and just living centers for the public. Wow. And, and the idea is that we can get people in the space like space tourism for very inexpensive. Really? Like, cause at this point we're not sure we can even fly (laughs) with all these requirements. (laughs) Yeah. We're thinking about getting a plane ourselves when our ship comes in. Yeah. Do vaccines uh, exist in space? (laughs) (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) There'll be no vaccine passports. (laughs) No, no. All of that absurdity is going away. So don't worry about it. Oh man, I can't, I just can't wait. So for those that cannot quite see the light at the end of the tunnel, what advice do you have for them? I would just say, hang in there because it's coming. Just hang in there, you know, just live day to day, do what you have to do to provide for your family and to remain positive despite what seems to be going on. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and just hang in there. Just just wait. You know, we're out there working as hard as we can every single day to bring this future into a reality. Mm-hmm. And it is coming. So it's only a matter of time. So really, we're just watching these idiots do this theater for, you know, for their, their last uh, hurrah. And, and, then, and, then, <laughs> and then once they're done, we're going to sweep them off the stage <laughs> and then bring in all of this badass technology and whatnot. Exactly. That's That's really it. Yep. You're just watching a movie with a bunch of idiots, and they're all going away soon. Oh, okay. <laughs> Amazing. And so what advice would you have for us as individuals, and how could we best support or even contribute to this to this amazing future that's coming? How can we prepare for this new age? Yeah, that's a great question. I would just say mentally be ready to embrace all of this goodness and to help those around you who have a really hard time coping with some of the harder truths that come out because mm-hmm. there is a great deal of of evil out there that's going to be exposed and destroyed publicly wow. and that's going to freak a lot of people out but they shouldn't be afraid they should be excited and grateful that it's it's being known mm-hmm. and swiftly move to take care of the you know the trash sweep it out and then move on to the beautiful and glorious future that is ahead for humanity. Mm-hmm. So be mentally ready for that. I'd be thinking about what what is it that I would do if I had complete freedom right now? Mm-hmm. You know, financial independence, um, health freedom, all the above. What would I do with my life? If I could do anything and there's no limitations and all these beautiful things are coming for the world, what would I do in that world to, to be fulfilled, to create and to produce and, and be a useful m- member of society? What does that look like? Mm-hmm. So begin thinking about those things mm-hmm. because it is going to rapidly become a reality that you can do them. Oh, wow. You know, and that's a great uh, point and kind of leads me to a question of th- this isn't just going to be a United States thing, right? I mean, this is going to be a global thing. Yes, yeah. global. Yeah. yeah. 
definitely. So it's not, it's not like we're 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 gonna say, oh look, we cleaned up all our stuff in the United States, and then they're all gonna <laughs> they're all gonna, oh, okay, I guess we'll clean it up too. No, I mean it's really all kind of intertwined. <laughs> it very much is absolutely. We are moving into a united global future. And I'll tell you what, it's it's so much like Star Trek. So you think about. Um, you know, a lot of the bad guys out there and, and, and different people will talk about like politicians, you know, the, the George Bush seniors of the world will talk about the new world order. Yeah. Well, what does that mean? Like, what is he thinking about when he thinks about a new world order? Yeah. <laughs> right? I don't think it's very good for the freedom of humanity. Um, right. But we are talking about a world where a united planet is a positive thing, a united people where there are no boundaries and borders if there are no need for them because we've overcome all of our pettiness here on this planet. And mm-hmm. that's what Gene Roddenberry portrayed in Star Trek. He's like, look, humanity can get to this point where we overcome the wars and the sickness and the poverty and all the garbage, mm-hmm. and therefore everything is just wonderful. So um, so that's, that's where we're going. That's what I envision our future being very much like. And, and then us from, you know, once we have our own little house in order here on this planet, we take taken to the stars, you know, and, and uh, begin to really expand and explore. Wow, that's awesome. Get, yeah, get, get off of the pale blue dot. The player, <laughs> it's, it's not. Yeah, it is. Totally. <laughs> well, hey, that's fantastic. Fabi, did you have anything else? I think we could probably... I mean, how can we even expand yeah, more? I, know, I, I mean, know. it sounds... It sounds fantastic. It sounds like the cure for my black pillness. Yeah. My black pill well, stage. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we really appreciate you spending your time with us. And, and uh, d- did you have something else there? No, no, go ahead. Oh, I'm just kidding. We really appreciate you spending your, the, the time here with us on the previous episode we did and this one. And, and uh, it, it leaves Sharing us. Sharing your knowledge, even though yeah. we know you can't share a ton. We know it's in the works. Yeah, and you we're can excited. share the details, but it's okay. <laughs> It's okay. We'd rather it happen than know the details. All right. Sure. Well, yes. thank you so much, Christian. Really appreciate it. Thank you both. All right. Bye. All right. Man, that was refreshing, wasn't it? That was refreshing. It was like a whole different he, side of the story. He always tells me some stuff I'm not exactly expecting to hear, but it's 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 awesome. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and it does Positive, give you... Positive, and he's actually working on these things, so it's not like he read it somewhere and somebody... You know, he's actually part of these amazing projects and innovations that are coming. And we've met him in person. He's super humble, you know, just a kind... Yeah. Kind human being <laughs> yeah well i mean and everything that he's he's uh given us thus far has always panned out mm-hmm. you know it's been fantastic and so it's just great to uh uh and you know he's just he's just getting really started I mean, he's a young man you know yeah. in his 20s um but just really working with some great people he's got a lot of connections he's just found himself in the right place and he's made uh, a lot of hay with the opportunities mm-hmm. that, that he's come across he's introduced in us to some of those people yeah yeah and and they are fantastic people we can't wait till we can share more about that stuff mm-hmm. uh, once the projects get a little bit further down the line yeah um so with that you know that's really kind of wrapping up the season we did have a clip that we wanted to kind of end on. That um, was shared by somebody in our yeah, Telegram yeah. group. Was that, was that uh, David? That was David. David in the tele- Telegram group. and uh, Shout out to David. Yay, David. <laughs> All right. But but this piece uh, is uh, actually 
uh, written by uh, Charles Eisenstein, who we actually featured one of his uh, Substack pieces in an episode earlier in the season, which we called it, I think, uh, something about mob morality yeah. and uh, the unvaccinated or mm-hmm. something like that. And, and that got a lot of good, great feedback. People love that. We, we read his piece out loud. And so this is him narrating this short film that he wrote. We'll link to the film, but this is uh, the actual piece. So it's about nine minutes, but uh, well worth it. And it's called The Gathering of the Tribe. A gathering of the tribe. Once upon a time, a great tribe of people lived in a world far away from ours. Whether far away in space or in time, or even outside of time, we do not know. They lived in a state of enchantment and joy that few of us today dare to believe could exist, except in those exceptional peak experiences where we glimpse the true potential of life and mind. One day, the elders of the tribe called a meeting. They gathered around, and one of them spoke very solemnly. My friends, she said, there is a world that needs our help. It is called Earth, and its fate hangs in the balance. Its humans have reached a critical point in their collective birthing. The same point our own planet was at one million years ago and they will be stillborn without our help. Who would like to volunteer for a mission to this time and place and render service to humanity? Tell us more about the mission, they asked. It is no small thing. Our shaman will put you into a deep, deep trance, so complete that you will forget who you are. You will live a human life, and in the beginning, you will completely forget your origins. You will forget even our language and your own true name. You will be separated from the wonder and beauty of our world and from the love that bathes us all. You will miss it deeply, yet you will be unable to name what you are missing. You will remember the love and beauty that we know to be normal only as a longing in your heart. Your memory will take the form of an intuitive knowledge as you plunge into the painfully marred earth that a more beautiful world is possible. As you grow up in that world, your knowledge will be under constant assault. You will be told in a million ways that a world of destruction, violence, drudgery, anxiety, and degradation is normal. You may go through a time when you are completely alone, with no allies to affirm your knowledge of a more beautiful world. You may plunge into a depth of despair that we in our world of light cannot imagine. But no matter what, a spark of knowledge will never leave you. A memory of your true origin will be encoded in your DNA. That spark will lie within you, inextinguishable, until one day it is awakened. You see, even though you will feel for a time utterly alone, You will not be alone. We will send you assistance, help that you will experience as miraculous, experiences that you will describe as transcendent. These will fan that spark into a flame. For a few moments or hours or days, you will reawaken to the beauty and the joy that is meant to be. 
you will see it on Earth. For even though the planet and its people are deeply wounded, there is beauty there still, projected from past and future onto the present as a promise of what is possible and a reminder of what is real. After that glimpse, the flame may die down into an ember again as the routines of normal life there swallow you up. But after each awakening, they will seem less normal and the story of that world will seem less real. The ember will glow brighter. When enough embers do that, they will all burst into flame together and sustain each other. Because remember, you will not be there alone. As you begin to awaken to your mission, you will meet others of our tribe. You will recognize them by your common purpose, values, and intuitions, and by the similarity of the paths you have walked. As the condition of the planet Earth reaches crisis proportions, your paths will cross more and more. The time of loneliness, the time of thinking you might be crazy, will be over. You will find the people of your tribe all over the Earth and become aware of them through the long-distance communication technologies used on that planet. But the real shift, the real quickening, will happen in face-to-face -face gatherings. Gatherings in special places. When many of you gather together, you will launch a new stage on your journey. A journey that, I assure you, will end where it begins right now. Then, the mission that lay unconscious within you will flower into consciousness. Your intuitive rebellion against the world presented to you as normal will become an explicit quest to create a more beautiful one. A woman said, tell me more about the time of loneliness that we might prepare for it. The elder said, in the time of loneliness, you will always be seeking to reassure yourself that you are not crazy. You will do that by telling people all about what is wrong with the world, and you will feel a sense of betrayal when they don't listen to you. You might hunger for stories of wrongness, atrocity, and ecological destruction, all of which confirm the validity of your intuition that a more beautiful world exists. But after you have fully received the help we will send you and the quickening of your gatherings, you will no longer need to do that because you will know your energy will thereafter turn toward actively creating that more beautiful world. The tribeswoman asked, how do you know this will work. Are you sure our shaman's powers are great enough to send us on such a journey? The elder replied, I know it will work because he has done it many times before. Many have already been sent to earth to live human lives and to lay the groundwork for the mission you will undertake now. He's been practicing. The only difference now is that many of you will venture there at once. What is new in the time you will live in is that you will gather in critical mass and will each awaken the other to your mission. The heat you will generate will kindle the same spark that lies in every human being. For in truth, each one is from a tribe like ours. The whole galaxy and beyond is converging on Earth, for never before has a planet journeyed so far into separation and made it back again. Those of you who go will be part of a new step in cosmic evolution. The tribesmen asked, is there a danger we will become lost in that world and never wake up from the shamanic trance? Is there a danger that the despair, the cynicism, the pain of separation will be so great that it will extinguish the spark of hope, the spark of our true selves and origin, and that we will be separated from our beloved ones forever? 
The other replied, that is impossible. The more deeply you get lost, the more powerful the help we will send you. You might experience it at the time as a collapse of your personal world, the loss of everything important to you. Later, you will recognize the gift within it. We will never abandon you. Another man asked, is it possible that our mission will fail and that this planet Earth will perish? The elder replied, I will answer your question with a paradox. It is impossible that your mission will fail, yet its success hangs on your own actions. The fate of the world is in your hands. The key to this paradox lies within you, in the feeling you carry that each of your actions, even your personal secret struggles, has cosmic significance. You will know then, as you know now, that everything you do matters. There were no more questions. The volunteers gathered in a circle and the shaman went to each one. The last thing each was aware of was the shaman blowing smoke in his or her face. They entered a deep trance and dreamed themselves into the world where we find ourselves today. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. All right. Amazing. Amazing stuff. So remember, you matter. The world would not be the same without you. Yeah. All right. Well, that's number 40 in the books, Fabiola. Woohoo! Oh, here. Somebody asked last time, where was the outro music? I said we're trying to change it up. <laughs> what do you want to tell everybody? Hey, everybody. Stay healthy, stay safe, stay curious. <laughs>